Last week, I was in Birmingham and stopped at an out-of-town shopping centre by the side of a noisy dual carriageway. The kind of place you find on the outskirts of plenty of British towns and cities. And the kind of place you really only go to when you need something. Hello. Excuse me. Hi. I make a podcast. (laughs) So I was just wondering... On this extremely grey day, where you're going? I'm just popping into Primark. Okay. What are you looking for? I'm looking for some hoodies for the gym. Regular gym goer? Uh, kind of, yeah. Or January thing? Uh, no, no, a, a regular one. What do you like to do there? Um, cardio. Not lifting, anything like that? No, no, no. When did you get into it? Uh, about three months now. Oh. Why? Because I was overweight. <laughs> <laughs> did someone say? You should think about it, or did you say to yourself? No, no, I just thought about it myself, because my father passed away, so I thought, because I was getting a bit down, and I thought, you know what, I need to do some weight, so best thing to do, go and take it all out of the gym. <laughs> How did your father die? I'm really sorry. Um, he had a uh, road traffic accident. No. Yeah. Abroad. Recently? In uh, November. I'm very sorry. Yeah. It's one of them. So, su- sudden? Sudden, yeah. He was fit and healthy. He, got, um, he was on a motorbike and he was involved in a road traffic accident and they got him to the hospital and about six hours later he passed away. Did you manage to see him? Only before he got buried, not whilst he was alive. We found out at nine o'clock in the morning, we was at Birmingham Airport for half eleven, we boarded the plane, because um, it happened in Pakistan, so there's no direct flights going from here to Pakistan, it's all, they're, they're only connecting flights, so we had a connecting flight from Dubai to Pakistan. But when we got off at Dubai Airport, after catching the flight from Birmingham, we got off at Dubai, turned into internet on, found out he'd already passed away. And his funeral was um, planned for half two in the afternoon. But we got there at 10 o'clock in the morning. So we got to see him before he was buried and stuff. That flight must have been... Oh, God, yeah, it was the longest flight of my life. Yeah. Did you speak or were you just hoping the plane could go faster? I was just hoping that the plane would go faster. But the woman sitting next to me on the plane thought, hang on, this woman was watching TV like five minutes ago and now she's like blatting her eyes out. But obviously she didn't know and there was me and my brother were on the plane. Were you sitting together? Yeah. Thank God. Yeah, thank God for that, yeah. Thank God for brothers. Oh God, yeah. Tell me about it, yeah. Because if it wasn't for him, then I wouldn't even have got on that flight because I wouldn't know who to ring and everything. It's who you know, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. So you managed to get the flight and then how far from the airport to where he was buried? Uh, So our flight landed at quarter past seven. And we got home at 10 o'clock in the morning. So that was like another three hours. Do you think you still might be in shock now? Because that sounds very traumatic. Yeah, 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 it is. is. It's it's really sad. Because it wasn't like ill or nothing. Because if someone's ill, you can mentally prepare for it. But when it happens suddenly, you're not prepared for it. But worse than that, they said he was okay and then he wasn't. That's like... Yeah, when we were at Birmingham Airport, because obviously there's no internet on the planes and stuff. So from Birmingham Airport, my older brother was there with him at the time on holiday. So he took him to hospital and then they, they goes, oh, they've done his CT scan and they said he's going to be fine. But he was nearly 90, but he was a very good 90. Yeah. Mm. So then you came home and then it was Christmas and all of that? Uh, no, we, 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 were, we was there for three weeks. Oh, okay. We buried him on the same day, which was at half two in the afternoon. We got there at 10 o'clock in the morning, so we still got to spend a few hours with him before they buried him, before the funeral. And then we were there for three weeks and then after three weeks you come back. And then you have to do like... You know, after the death and everything, you've got to do um, stuff here for them, like reading and stuff, mosques and Probe. Oh, yeah, mosques. mosques and reading and all that. So we done all that, and then it was uh, Christmas time, yeah. And then since then, I've, like, yeah. 
What did you say to him when you did see him before he was buried? All I done was kiss him. I, it was just like, because I'm the only girl and I'm the youngest sibling and I've got no sisters and it was just really hard. I know I've got brothers, but it's not the same as having sisters. Yeah, it was really difficult. So you're the baby? I am the baby of the family, yeah. <laughs> Daddy's girl I was. <laughs> yeah. And so now, positive, Thinking. going to the gym. Yeah, 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 yeah. Does I think it, that, yeah, does that it, it does help, yeah. It does help, definitely. Because all I done was cry and cry and cry and like, every time I seen somebody with a dad, I just burst into tears. Because probably because I spent such a long time with him. Well, he was nearly 90 and I'm like 42. Yeah. Yeah. 42 years. Yeah, 42 years, yeah. So when did you move here and when was he there? When were you separated? Do you know what? He was separated from me for a whole year and we hadn't seen him for a whole year before this. He went, on, he went abroad on the 22nd of November, 22, and he passed away on the 22nd of November, 23, exactly to the day. I know it's really weird. It's really weird. Because um, he passed away on the 22nd of November and his ticket was booked to come back to the UK on the 28th, the following Tuesday. And I booked the ticket from here a week before that. So you were actually excited for him for to For him come. to come back, yeah. Because I got all his bedroom and everything ready for him. Like as a surprise. Him? Yeah, as a surprise. I live with my mum and dad. My mum's here. And my dad was over there. So that's a huge loss in your life. Oh God, yeah. Tell me about it. It, it really is. It's, it's really big. Who do you talk to then? If You've got your brothers. I've got lots of friends. I've got a big social circle. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. other girls. Yeah, girls, yeah, 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 <laughs> definitely. <laughs> Guys just don't understand. Yeah. Not the same. No, it's not the same as like having like lots of girl as your friends and stuff like that, but yeah. It's one of them ones, what can you do? It wasn't in our hands. My brother goes, look up. He goes, I tried my best as much as I could to save dad, but I just couldn't do it. Well, it wasn't his fault. He was just destined to go that day. Because he goes, I looked after him for the last 10 weeks. He goes, I wouldn't let him out my sight because my dad was a bit naughty and he kept on getting back on the motorcycle. And he'd slip out the house and my brother would ring him. He goes, no, 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 I'm coming, I'm coming. Because my brother had a car right there and he was on the motorbike and he goes, Dad, this motorbike's really not for you, you're nearly 90 years old. And he's like, no, 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 I'll be all right, I'll be all right. And then we've got a clip of him. That was the last time he was allowed going past somebody's uh, CCTV cameras. Because first they thought that somebody knocked him off the motorcycle. But then later on they find out it was, he, he wasn't knocked off there. He fell off there. Yeah. Did he love that motorbike? He loved it. It was his passion. Because that was his only form of transport right there. That he could like actually ride himself. Because he didn't drive a car here. Um, He'd always rely on us like to take him everywhere. So he was having freedom? Oh God, yeah. <laughs> yeah, for the last yeah, he had freedom. And the goes, he fell off his motorbike so many times and I was like, He's been like the cat within the nine lives, but eventually all his lives ran out. What was he like apart from a motorbike lover? He was absolutely amazing. He was really nice. He's always looking out for us and oh, he was a lovely dad. He was honestly amazing. I believe in you? Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Yeah. Thank you so much for talking to me. And what colour hood are we thinking? Black. Because it goes with everything, doesn't it? Yeah, it goes with <laughs> Yes, yeah, so I might get a couple of black ones. I might have a look in here, then I'll have a look in Sports Direct if I can't find anything. And I also think when you don't want to go to the gym, a new bit of kit gives you a bit of motivation. Oh, God, yeah, definitely. It definitely does, yeah. But I've noticed the more I sit at home, the more I think about him. So if I'm out keeping myself busy, then it's a lot easier. Yeah. yeah. Do you work? I'm a dental nurse. Okay. You do have lovely teeth. And oh, thank uh, you. is it a star on your teeth? Yeah, it's a gem. Yeah, it's pretty gem. Cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Your teeth are very white. Probably because I bleach them all the time. Oh, do you? <laughs> it's making me feel <laughs> self conscious. The, the perks of the job, innit? <laughs> so you've got your job, you've got the gym. Yeah. 
and I've got family at home and I've got friends and yeah. And your mum must need support. Yeah, because my mum's like housebound, so she needs a lot of support at home. She can just about manage to go to like to the loo and stuff with a Zimmer frame. Do you care for her then? Yeah, 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 I care for her as well because I only work four days a week because today's my day off. So I thought I'll quickly pop in here and then, you know, I'll sort her out at home then I can go to the gym in the evening. Yeah, because it's getting a bit cold so you can't like do it in t-shirts now. <laughs> do you do classes? Uh, I, I used to do boxer size, but my uh, personal, um, the, uh, the personal trainer who I used to do them with, she's actually left that gym and she's gone a bit far, so it's a bit far for me to get to her. So I've just carried on going to the gym instead. I love it. I love it for you. I think this is going to be a good year. Hopefully, yeah. I'm very sorry for your loss. It's a sad story. It is a sad story because we wasn't expecting you. We were expecting him home like five days later. But it just wasn't meant to be. You can't stop these things. It's just when, when you're destined to go. Thank you very much. Thank you for listening to me. No, no, not at all. Thank you for telling me. Enjoy Primark. Bye-bye. This story couldn't be a better example of the podcast tagline, you just never know. And I find it genuinely humbling to be trusted with such personal stories. Thank you for listening to Where Are You Going?